following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm moving in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and I really hate anything meta so I'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that Ron Artessa's new name <laughs> well add world of peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and Halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put mm. Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Is I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. In Japan, the hand can be used like a knife, but this method doesn't work with a tomato. That's why we use the Ginsu. It's a knife that no kitchen should be without. The Ginsu can cut a slice of bread so thin you can almost see through it. It cuts meat better than an electric knife and goes through frozen food as though it were melted butter. The Ginsu is so sharp it can cut through a tin can and still slice a tomato like this. It can chop wood and still remain razor sharp. What's more, it's a knife that will last forever. How much would you pay for a knife like this? Before you answer, listen. It even comes with a matching fork to make carving a pleasure. Wait, there's much, much more. We also want you to have this six-in-one kitchen tool. It peels and slivers carrots, peels potatoes, and slices paper-thin potato chips. This amazing little knife even grates carrots, grates cheese, and makes beautiful decorative vegetables. How much would you pay for all these items? Well, we'll even give you this set of six precision steak knives. The handles even match the Ginsu. And to make the offer completely irresistible, you'll get this unique spiral slicer. Down and down, around and around, and you'll have a beautiful garnish for your dinner table. Now how much would you pay? You get the Ginsu knife, the matching carving fork, the versatile six-in-one kitchen tool, a set of six steak knives, and the spiral slicer. You get them all, guaranteed in writing for 50 years, for only $9.95. It's the most incredible knife offer ever. Here's how to order. Call toll-free 1-800-835-2246 or save COD charges by sending $9.95 to Ginsu, Box 6688, Chicago. You get the Gensu knife, matching carving fork, six-in-one kitchen tools, six steak knives, and spiral slicer. This is the original Gensu, the only knife offer with a 50-year guarantee. Don't accept imitations. Order now. Johnny, do I have a deal for you? Oh, please tell me. So, I don't know what character I was doing there, but you're welcome. I'll keep it up. Is that a little bit of a Peter Laurie? <laughs> sort of. What's this deal? Andrew, I can't wait to hear it. I hope it is a cool thing I can it, only see on TV. It is the co-host of the Nostalgia Funhouse. Yes, you can be the co 
co-host of the Nostalgia Funhouse for absolutely zero money down. Oh, that's my speed. Takeaway shipping and handling. Oh. I will cover that for you. And for the low, low, easy payments, for easy payments. Oh, just four. Of $19.99. You know what? I don't like that number four. Let's go. Three easy payments of $19.99. Uh, let, you- me do, let me do the math. That's, that's one times two, three. That's, 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 that's like $350. I don't think that is. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at math. <laughs> great at math because i'm in north carolina bad at math because oh. i'm in north carolina <laughs> but today we're not talking about math even though no. well we kind of did <laughs> yeah we, we've already done that we're talking about the wonderful world of infomercial that's and right johnny i don't know i don't know about you but for a while there i like lived for infomercials as a child they were way more prominent for us growing up than they, I think they are now. They're still around now because I still see them from time to time. But there's infomercials that are just burning to my brain. Like uh, my favorites were the the album collection ones. Yes. Yeah, I really love those. Like the, um, what's that? Pinker and, what's his name? Pinker and something. Oh, man. It was like a comedy album. Uh, Pinker and, because one of the songs I remember it was, Oh, I lobster, but never flounder. I remember that one million percent. I remember Ray Stevens' albums being very Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, did this guy just make a song? And that's how I learned what streaking was. Yeah. Oh, yes, they called him the street. Yeah. 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 Uh, boogadam, boogadam. Yeah. I asked my mother and of course my mother who just straight shooter all the way was like, that's when you run naked through public. And I'm like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, <clears throat> my grandma who I would stay with after school while my parents were at work, she had a race Stevens video cassette tape uh, of a VHS tape. Cause it had his music videos on it. The streak was on there. That one, um, where he falls into a grave. I can't remember what song that is. But there's one of those. Uh, he had all kinds of one where the squirrel went berserk in that uh, little Mississippi church or something like that. That's another one. But I definitely remember Ray Stevens. That's uh, he was like the country weird owl in a way. I remember a lot of Ray Stevens. And what was uh, Tim? Tim Conway's character. Oh, oh, uh, dwarf, dwarf. Yeah, dwarf goes fishing. Dwarf goes golfing. Dwarf did a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. and it was just him like walking around on his knees. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> did you actually like watch like the half an hour ones where they just told you straight up like in the beginning where it was like this uh this network does not endorse or yeah yes you know like hey if something messes up do not call us this is a paid it was quite clear that the that television station had been paid to show that infomercial they were getting money out of it yeah yeah a million percent those are the ones i love the most i mean that's if it wasn't for infomercials there's a lot of products that i think we just wouldn't even know about anymore i mean george foreman's got to thank his lucky stars for infomercials oh yeah i mean well that was that whole premises behind them doing like uh home shopping network and stuff like that i don't know what was that movie even called with jennifer lawrence and she plays the lady that invents the self-ringing mop or not self-ringing but the easy ring mop hunger games (laughs) (laughs) sounds good I think that's how that one starts. <laughs> They're in District 12, and she's invented that map, uh, mop. She's invented uh, that mop, and she <laughs> they want to get rid of her, so they volunteer. <laughs> the the big mop companies. Wow, that sounds amazing. Big mop the companies. big mop company. 
I mean, everybody's afraid of Big Mop. <laughs> oh, they're gonna wash this all away. Oh my! What is that even called? Please tell me. Uh, Joy. Oh, I never. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's called Joy. I almost passed by it because I was like, that can't be anything about a mop. Uh, <laughs> I've never once had any joy when there's been a mop around. <laughs> Unless this is a cleaning stuff. But that was one of those things where it tells you in there that you needed infomercials, you needed things like that to show you how the product works. And the products yeah. always look so amazing on these shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember being 10 thinking I need a dehydrator. You know why I needed a dehydrator, Johnny? Because why? Because they showed me how to make my own fruit roll up. Oh, well, and, yeah. See, I get that. Yeah. And yeah. what kid wouldn't want his own fruit roll up? Yeah, that's incredible. Like, you don't even have to go to the store. I could just make one right here. Yeah. See? That's that's the way you do it. Yeah. So, yeah. I definitely remember, uh, like, QVC especially was a big thing, right? Where it was not, that's literally just an infomercial channel. Yeah. And that's the one reason that I kind of got into Shark Tank there for a little while. It's because Shark Tank, the show, was basically a lot of people kind of getting on there. Because one of the lady, one of the judges or one of the sharks was like one of the heads of QVC. And it was just fascinating just to hear her be like, yeah, we can put that on QVC. <laughs> it just seems so easy. Like, oh, yeah, we'll put that on QVC. Put that on QVC. Yeah. Didn't, oh, I, you know which one I remember? Oh, I remember this one big time. Uh, uh, Cha-cha-cha-chia. Yes. <laughs> Chia pets, man. Chia pets. And they, and they were good with the jingles. I remember the clapper. Yes, yeah, yeah. Clap on, clap, clap off, on. clap on, clap, clap off. off. The clap clapper. Off. <laughs> we get sued now for singing it, but whatever, whatever happened to the clapper? You know, uh, man, people quit clapping, man. You know, you know what other product I was odd, oddly interested in? What's that? Is there was uh a stain and paint stripping product. Yes. Half an hour of, I believe it was on, I don't know if you remember amazing discoveries with Mike Levy. And then they would have, yes, yes. The, the British guy with the bow tie <laughs> and Mike would be always so like, Oh my goodness, that's amazing. And he'd be like, wait a minute, Mike, let me show you what I, what I'm going to do here. So I was fascinated by that one. Like I watched it every time it came on. Yeah. And I couldn't understand why it was not sold in stores and why more people weren't just buying this, even though I was like 10, 12 years old yeah. watching somebody strip paint and stain off of this. But I wanted it because I wanted to do the same because it was so easy. And then they would show the prices too. They'd be like, okay, we picked up this dresser at a garage sale for $10. Now let's strip this paint off and see what it's worth now by this. And it was like an antiques roadshow type thing. Yeah. Like, so how much do you think this is worth? God only knew how much worth, but they were like, oh, I think this is a nice antique here. And it's worth like $300 now. And be like, see, that's $290 profit there, Mike. That's how you got to do this. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. How can I, how, how can I be not be a part of this whole entire community? Yeah. Of stripping paint. Yeah. Well, that's how NFTs got started. Like, yeah. yeah. So I was, uh, yeah. I I like even some of the more recent ones like get old flex tape yeah. you know that one that's a big that's probably the one of the bigger recent ones and I remember like just YouTube videos of people testing out the flex tape were getting like millions of views like hey is this stuff can it really can you really put it on a boat and still go in the ocean with it or the pond or whatever I wouldn't go in the ocean with a leaky boat but no. you know what I mean no you get, somewhere where you know you'll be fine if it sinks <laughs> we were just talking about Shark Tank so you get shark attacked. 
yeah, shark attack and the shark tank. Which way to go? But uh, yeah, I just remember that, and uh, I was trying to think of like some of the bigger ones for when we were in uh, school. Right. Yeah. And and what's wild to me is you can tell when you're getting older because there were some that they would show back then. Like there's one right now that I've seen and it's uh, because infomercials, they still play them, but usually you'll catch them earlier in the day Mm -hmm. is when they'll play them. And one of them is this is like this, uh, literally this little stool that you put your feet on and it just keeps your feet moving. Have you seen this thing? Yeah. It's supposed to be good for circulation and stuff. And it's probably just a complete, just like it's stupidity. But my brain's like, as the older I get older, I was like, hey, it might be good for me. I, didn't, I have bad knees. <laughs> I felt the same way about, do you remember the magnetic bracelet? Yes. <laughs> you put it on your wrist and it's just like a wire and two magnets at each end and it's supposed to like heal you and yeah you know reverse your body's magnetic field and i'm like you know what maybe maybe i need that in my life but do i really no because i wanted i I'm, I'm pretty much wanted every infomercial that i saw like every product my mom i, told I, I would always when a store there's this place in the in our mall long long ago when i was a kid and they would get some of the as seen on TV products. And I would just be fascinated by that whole, like just looking at everything. And, I mean, I don't think people realize, but at one time, uh, like being on an infomercial was seen so much by so many people, like that made you famous. Just being one of the people on the infomercial, you know, I mean, yeah. Susan Summers was already famous, but then she, uh, then her workout stuff kind of came around. Uh, what's that one guy, um, the workout guy, uh, there's oh. a lot of workout people who got oh. famous from the infomercials. Uh, oh, Billy, Billy Blanks. Is that what it's Oh, name Billy Tybo. Yeah, Tybo. Yeah, that guy. And then who's the other guy? The sweating to the oldies guy, uh, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you heard about him? No. Oh man, like nobody for a long time. He was kind of just he fell off the face of the earth, and nobody knew what was happening. And come to find out, he's kind of secluded himself in uh, somewhere wherever he lives in California, and like he doesn't want anybody to see him or any of that kind of thing. It's really wild. I know there was a thing going around on Facebook that said there should have been a. There should be a Richard Simmons biopic and Polly Shore should play him. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. I love yeah. him. Because he had Sweat into the Oldies, Richard Simmons, and then he had Deal a Meal. Do you remember Deal? Yeah. Yes. Yes. My grandmother had Deal a Meal where you move. He was a personality. Over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think Barbara Streisand has a restraining order against him. Probably. <laughs> I, I was a big Rosie O'Donnell fan back in the day of the talk show. Oh, yeah. I remember that when she'd always shoot those. Uh... Those coos balls, whatever, or those little things called coos balls. Is that what they're yeah. called? Yeah, I remember. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. And I don't remember MJF being on there. But I don't either. But uh, <laughs> I, I've seen that since then. What was wild is he didn't yell when he was on there. That's, no. But that's all he does now, just yell when he's trying to talk. Like a damn YouTuber. That's all they do is yell. Oh, oh man, don't get me started on YouTube. What is what is with this? Is the one thing that infomercials are better than YouTube is because I don't see a million edits in one uh one video of one youtube video of somebody just sitting there like me and you talking and they have like a million edits in that video because they're just taking out all their uhs and ums and it just bugs the tar out of me just leave that stuff in it's more realistic if you do i leave it all in because i don't good go through the only time i do remove ums or anything because it's a little bit easier is editing for this and i try to but i probably miss them well, just leave all my um uh in. I mean that you're you actually know. surprisingly not you're 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 not the way that you think you are when it comes to your ums and mm. well, I, I get all mine from 
uh, Ian Malcolm, uh, you know, the good doctor from Jurassic Park. That's how he he um uh, life um finds a way. So that's why I'm totally fine with it because he's a hero of mine. Do you remember though? I got another product for you. Oh, okay. All right. Sell me. I, got, sell I, me. I, I have, like I said, I have a wacky problem with infomercials. Yeah. Okay. So do you remember what is it? Uh, GLH, great looking hair by yes. the kings of infomercials, Mr. Ron Popeil. Oh, I you believe so. Yeah. Hair on to your head. Yes. Comb yes. it over and you would have great looking hair. <laughs> It's basically the equivalent of like just taking a magic marker and, and just <laughs> scrolling on your bald spots. <laughs> Pretty much. Ron Popeil sold me on a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> Ron Popeil was the master. I wanted a Showtime grill. Oh, who doesn't? I wanted to wrote I wanted to, you know, do a whole rotisserie chicken. Even though once again I'm like 15 years old and why do I need to even worry about cooking? But I wanted to set it and forget it. And yeah. I remember that to this day. And I tell my kids, I'm like, hey, this isn't the showtime grill. We can't just set it and forget it. And they have this no idea what I'm talking about. And this is kind of infomercial adjacent, but we used to get the the finger hut catalogs. Do you remember oh, those? Yes. They would have a lot of that stuff in there. A lot of the made for TVs or made as seen on TV products would be in those. But I'd always, of course, because I was a kid, flip to the hey, do they have any Hot Wheels or anything this week? Yeah, because <laughs> that was me. Even though we never, we I could count on one finger the number of things we we ever ordered from there. But they just kept sending them. That's the one thing I do miss today too. Uh, I miss infomercials and I also miss just like uh, you know just these stores and places just sending you catalogs. I mean, we've went through them on this show before, just yeah. catalogs of stuff. Like, it was just a fun time. Just like, hey, that's cool. That's cool. Kind of like a little wish list in your head. Now, what do you do? Just browse on Amazon and add it to your wish list? There's, it's, it's it's not, not near as fun. We had a store, not to get too off topic, but we had a store in Western New York. I don't know if it was anywhere else, but it was called Brand Names. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a store that you could walk into. There was certain stuff on the floor, but there wasn't a whole lot. So, pretty much the minute you walked in there, you had to look through the catalog. And then on a little piece of paper, you write down what the number was, you know, like in the catalog. Yeah. And then you put it into a box. Somebody would come over, take it out of the box. And then it's like, so complicated. It, it is. <laughs> how, but it was amazing to us. It was amazing. Okay. <laughs> and then they would be like, so the, like I would go, you would go in there and say, you're buying a hot wheel. They'd be like, Johnny, we got your hot wheel. And then you walk over to them. You look at <laughs> so like over, you're at Starbucks getting coffee. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. And then all of a sudden you, they ring you out and then you walk out with it. It is weird how a lot of these stores used to do things. I remember for the longest time, Toys R Us, when it was around, had the whole ticket thing where wow. like, if there's a game, like I remember when. I had enough money because I actually was just old enough to have a job. And this was 1999 because the Sega Dreamcast had just arrived. It's thinking, Andrew. I don't know if you know that, but the Sega Dreamcast is always thinking. thinking. (laughs) You'd be right. And that makes me sad because I had some great stuff on it. But uh, I remember getting the ticket and being so happy just taking that, just this small piece of paper, (laughs) not even the machine, taking it up to the counter like, yeah, I'm getting this. (laughs) That's right. I'm a baller. (laughs) Nobody understands. No, I'm I'm a baller. That's what they need to know. I had a, a shot collar, 28, 20 inch blades on my Impala. Yeah. I think that's what that song goes. I have a friend that um there we go with it on. Um, he <laughs> loved he loved the brown and crisp bag. 
infomercial. Yes. I don't yes. know if you've ever seen that. He's I think that so. Those look like the greatest fries in the world, but I yes. don't understand how you could just throw frozen fries in a bag, put them in the microwave. I know there's some weird space age technology because there always was some weird space age technology yeah. invented by NASA scientists that <laughs> NASA didn't want to use, but now all of a sudden this brown and crisp bag is going to use it to make everything better. I was always in trouble if the infomercial was food related. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Mine was food, even food related or even like simple stuff. I remember the car scrap. Yes. Remover. And I was like, yeah, how do I, how do I get that? And then I had to remind myself once again, I was 12 and I did not have a car, but there, there could have been a car out there and they were going to give you a free headlight buffer as well. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. So I looked up real quick. Just off of, of a Google search, what what are the most successful infomercial products? And I got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight here. Andrew, let's play a quick game. How many of these do you think you can get? There's eight. How many do you think you can get? Most successful infomercial products. Oh, man. I know I could probably get at least two. All right. That's a lot number. <laughs> let's see how many you can get. Okay. Uh, the Showtime Grill's got to be on there. I or do not Showtime see Showtime Rotisserie. Nope. George Foreman Grill? That that one's one of them, yes. Pocket Fisherman. No, but I do remember that thing. <laughs> yes. It's the fishing pole that you could take with you. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> that is not one of them, though. The Vegomatic? No, you're naming some great ones, though, that I that bring back memories for me. Is the Dehydrator on there? I hate to tell you, but it's not. I'm going to go wild and say the speed reading. And the only reason why I went with the speed reading is because I remember because the micro machine guy was on there. I remember those. Yeah. That's not <laughs> on here, but yeah. All right. So you got one. I want to give you some clues to get these other ones. All right. Uh, it's a, we're playing a game where I can't say the word and you got to guess the word. Oh, All like right, taboo. That's... Yeah. Uh, it's the, it's a, it's like a blanket with arms. Oh, Snuggy. Yep. That's one. All right, uh, you already said the George Foreman grill. All right, this is um, this is the the Lord of uh, the area, the area between your torso and your knee. Belly button or groin? <laughs> the thigh master. Oh, the thigh. Should have known that Suzanne Summers. Yeah, oh, that's who it was. I already said her name before. And I could just yeah. said Suzanne Summers. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't get it for my for my great clothes of the Lord out of those, the area between your those Thighmaster commercials. I gotta tell you, is one of the crucial parts from transfer me from boy to man. At oh some... yeah, man. Oh yeah, Susan <laughs> Summers back in the stunning. day, even on set by step, she was yeah. stunning. Yeah, I always wondered how Patrick Duffy got her, but he yeah. was lucky. He was lucky. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um. All right. You work out. You go to this place to work out. And this is the complete oh, one of those. Uh, the Total Gym. Chuck there you Burr. go. Yep. Who is Total it? Chuck gym? Norris and Christy Brinkley. I believe so. Yeah. I yeah. I wanted a Total Gym there for a while. All right. The these next two are also workout related. I'm guessing um, Bowflex. Yes. Yes. Yep. And what's yeah? This one was actually featured on an episode of South Park. Oh, the shake weight. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Re- you know what? I just remembered is. Uh, do you remember the skiing one? What was the that skiing called? one? So it was like it looked like two skis at the bottom, and then there, <laughs> it was like an elliptical machine before an elliptical machine. So there was like two skis at the bottom, and then there was like these handles. Yeah, I think and you so. Went back yeah. and forth, like yes, this. 
Yes. And it was yes. like a total body workout machine. Yes. Uh, all right. The next one is a cleaning product. OxyClean. There you go. All right. You got one left. Billy Mays. Uh, and it I is. Know. Actually, I'm trying to remember. What, what is this thing? I've heard of it, but I actually don't even know what it is. Which is I almost well. just said, hey, can you tell me? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I remember these commercials now. Um, This one helps you to. Uh, like a lot of teenagers would especially probably want to use this because it helps clean up your face. Oh, uh, proactive. There you go. Yep. That's the top okay. eight right there. Proactive. That's the top yeah. eight all time. Well, you can put in also some honorable mentions are the P90X, which I remember that being a big yeah. craze. I actually did do that and then I got hurt. Uh, Showtime rotisserie. I That had to yep. be in there. Yep. That's one of those. The Ped <laughs> Egg. The what? The Ped Egg. What is this thing? I gotta look this up. Does that have to do that, with your feet? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, that's like to get rid of all the Parmesan cheese on your feet. It's a <laughs> this article from Listverse, by the way, great website. I highly recommend Listverse.com. They do a lot of really fun lists on there. Uh, but uh, the pet egg is a glorified cheese grater for the bottoms of your feet. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of that Parmesan. Yeah, yeah. Sweat to the oldies is also uh, honorable mention, of course. My mom used to do that at church. For like the workouts, they would. I remember it because I would go and play basketball or try to play basketball. Yeah, Do, well, I'm trying to remember what other ones were. Just like I, I just felt like I I needed them. Or I was the ones that always got me were the like I said the music ones because I was mm-hmm. especially growing up. I really loved music of all kinds, and I remember there being like one specifically that really. I felt like I needed purely because at that time, not only was my grandpa then my namesake, not only was he a truck driver, but my dad was actually a big truck, a semi truck mechanic. And it was like this whole set that was all just supposed to be for truckers. <laughs> so it was all country music. I think it was mostly, mostly country music and it was all for truckers. Like anything you'd hear like on smoking the bandit or something. <laughs> Just watch Smokey and the Bandit. Still holds up the day. I don't. In my mind, it does. I think a lot of people would say no. <laughs> oh, how could we forget about? I don't know how we could forget about these. The slap shot. Oh, which one is that one? That that's sounds familiar. Where, that's the guy that uh, he was big. He got started getting real big in commercials, and I found out that he like beat up a hooker in Miami. And it's where <laughs> you put like something. You put the stuff underneath this thing and then you just hit the top of it and the blade rotates around so you can oh yeah real quick a lot of people have uh did mixes to it where it's just him just saying constantly you're gonna love my nut you're gonna love my nuts (laughs) and he's also sham (laughs) the sham wow guy that's the last thing he says before he slaps you (laughs) (laughs) sham wow oh yeah sham wow yeah for sure yeah, the Snuggie though was was a big one for me. Yeah. Like I, I I legit was like that's that's a perfect product. <laughs> I was like, why didn't anybody think of this before? Like it's just a great product. They used to do it on True TV, like the world's dumbest products. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of this stuff was on there. Like here, have you ever seen the whole the Hawaii chair? What makes it a Hawaii chair? So it's pretty much a chair that you sit on. Yeah. But you, but it keeps your bottom kind of like with the feet. But this one keeps like where you're sitting, like the the seat of the chair. It yeah. rotates around, so it looks like you're doing a hula dance. 
It's called the Hawaii chair. That sounds that sounds like a great idea. There Just, was a lot of pleasure could be had in that chair from the sounds of things. Some also <laughs> some uh, other bad ones that I've never seen, but then I did see them like on that true TV world's dumbest inventions is the magic poo collector. This is <laughs> this is a harness you put on your dog and then magnetically put a plastic bag over its butthole. So the poop <laughs> goes right into the bag. What is what's really wild about the infomercial too is that it's sort of like it was sort of the evolution of the door-to-door salesman. Yes. Cause I have very distinct memories of uh we definitely had had today you wouldn't do this because you just wouldn't let these weirdos in your house that people you don't know in your house. But like we would have, when I was growing up, we had a guy try to sell a vacuum cleaner. That happened a number of times. Oh, the Kirby probably. Yeah. I don't remember which ones they were. They'd always try to sell. And every once in a while, my dad would be like, yeah, let's try this. And he would buy it. Like yeah, he got a, a vacuum cleaner that way that actually lasted just a good while. It was a good vacuum cleaner. And uh, the other one that we got was those um, those Britannica uh, books, the whole set, oh, the, the A through like, Z. Yeah. yeah. The A through Z. And uh, this was before the internet was really a thing. And uh, the guy came to try to sell those to us. And dad thought, well, maybe that'd be good for my kids for school. And to dad's credit, I did use those a lot for schools. <laughs> I remember I had to use a lot of encyclopedias because the only other option was actually going to the library. Yeah. And who wants to do that? No. Well, actually, I did. I was a kind of a book nerd growing up, but I grew out of that. Don't you? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, there was like toys that they tried to sell too, like the markers. Yeah. What was it like? The wasn't there like a blow marker or something that you there like was um into? What was the one that was the um? It was like a little light bright, light bright. Was that what it was called? Where know. you stick these lights to create pictures on a thing? And it was like little, it's like little pegs, and you stick them onto a this board that it came with, and it would light up. That is light bright. I think it's light bright. Uh, that was an infomercial. I thought I'm pretty sure that's where I first saw it. There's a lot of toy type things that were infomercials. I remember the blow marker. Yeah. You could imagine what you do with the blow marker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You slap somebody before the nuts. (laughs) 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 Yeah, there's got to be... There's some really good... There's always knives. Oh, always. Always always knives. knives. And they're going to be the last set of knives you ever need. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) They're going to be the last set of knives you ever need so if anybody has ever bought those knives send us a message on that and let us know if they are the last knives you've ever need because the ginsu was like the big thing they were made by an ancient japanese uh blacksmithing yeah they always had some incredible backstory and history to them so i also looked up on buzzfeed put out an article of the top uh 90s infomercial toys Okay. Uh, Marvin's Magic Drawing Board. I do not remember. Oh, I do remember this one. It's, the, it's like a black board, and it came with these markers, and you can make all kinds of colors and stuff on it. You would definitely remember this if you saw it. So it's kind of like the actual real version of like when we were in school, and they were like, scribble all over this paper, and I'll color over everything black, and then... Yeah, but this is... Yes, that. yes, but this is like more of a neon-looking color type stuff. Oh, I definitely remember Rainbow Art. Do you remember Rainbow Art? I remember Rainbow Art. Yeah. Oh, this one was, was a big one, the Bedazzler. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that one was a huge one. 
that's who now everybody oh no there was still a craze where people were like bedazzling phone cases and stuff yeah like that. okay here's one i can't believe we haven't talked about andrew because me being the basketball nerd growing up i wanted these really bad because i wanted to be able to dunk a basketball and i thought these moon shoes would be the trick to it <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> I never got to try though. Those were my saddest things. Was, I never got to try moon shoes to see if they'd help me dunk. <laughs> I did have. I do remember uh, the the next evolution of that was the was the shoes that you pump up. You remember those the pump up shoes, the Reebok pumps. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I remember I finally got a pair, and I was so happy. And I didn't. And I would pump them up before I'd play basketball. And they they didn't make me any better or worse. <laughs> they were just. There. You want to hear some celebrities? Oh, let me finish this real yeah. quick. But yes, I do. Uh, Flom, I remember Flom big time. Isn't that just Gak? Yep. Like uh, certainly. Yep. More it's like a, a more bendable. Like you can, it's it's a more you can it's it's close between Gak and Plato. Kind of would be what I would say it is. Uh, bio pins. I don't remember those. They're pretty wild. Look, I don't remember those either. Oh, how have we not talked about this? The big mouth Billy Bass. Oh my goodness, that thing was everywhere. That was literally everywhere, yeah. It was a whole episode of like the Sopranos. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like that's what they concentrated on was that. Oh, Andrew, creepy crawlers. Was that an infomercial? It's yeah, it was. It started as an infomercial before it became that uh iconic creepy crawlers. Yeah. <laughs> what about the potty putter? I had that. I had. That. I love my potty putter. Explain to the audience what the potty putter is. So pretty much, you're sitting on the toilet, and you roll out. This is before we had cell phones, so you had to have something to do. Just so everybody does. And you roll out uh, a putting green, and you sit on the toilet, and you you putt. And yeah. Into the into the little hole. My mom hated the putty potter because it was a it was a nuisance in the bathroom. I liked it because once again, it gave you something to do. Yeah, if you I didn't mean, have, you didn't have that, and you didn't have a magazine, it's just a just a time a wasted time of void there. That's how I learned. I'm not gonna lie. That's how I learned that if you have kidney problems, you should not be using deodorant. What? <laughs> I, look on the back of the deodorant. It says don't use it. I I do have. Very distinct yeah. memories when I worked at this furniture place, and I try my best to not have to go to do the number twos at work, but sometimes it just can't be helped. And uh, I remember because I wouldn't have anything to read in there, I was like, just find like whatever was near me. And I would, I read so many backs of products and, <laughs> and I found some interesting stuff, but I didn't know that about deodorant. I got, yeah. the, I'm going to go look on deodorant after this. Just and Lysol kills the AIDS virus. Oh, that's great. Why have we not looked into I, that? I, once again, that's what happens when you don't have a phone and you just grab the one thing that's next to you to read. Well, now I know why Magic Johnson's still around. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Lysol. Magic's great. I'm glad he's still here. <laughs> that's all it is. It's, it's just spreading Lysol. <laughs> this joke feels like it's in poor taste. Just, oh, just so you know, I feel very bad about it, but it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, so, so who are some of the celebrities? All right. So I got a couple of lists here. Oh, let me see if I can get them. 
Okay. We, we might- I did that to you. Yeah, Susan Summers have- would be one of them. Yep. She did the thigh master. Yep. Uh, Chuck Norris was certainly one of them. Total Jim. Yep. Um, is this is this uh, people who were celebrities that endorsed them or people who became celebrities from endorsing? Uh, celebrities that did endorse them. Okay. So George Foreman would obviously be a big one. Yep. Did you, or it was almost a Hulk Hogan grill. Oh, yeah. I know, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great story that Hulk Hogan likes to tell that I'm sure is 100% true. Because everything Hulk says is the truth. Hey, Fabe. Hey, Fabe. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan likes to say that they the people approached him for the George Foreman grill first, but uh, he, he turned sure. them down. Yeah, he wasn't was sure thought, about it. Yeah, I thought it was he, like he wasn't sure. So. so he did Pasta Mania instead. It was a great. <laughs> Maybe he used Ron Peel's Pasta Maker. I still remember that. I wanted that too because what I don't, it sounds horrible now, but he made chocolate spaghetti. <laughs> once again which is which is literally just strings of chocolate <laughs> yeah once again as a kid you heard chocolate and my fat butt was like yeah <laughs> i'm laughing at you but i would have got a bowl right with you my friend <laughs> see now i'm like no i'm not touching that <laughs> like it's, now i'll be like yeah that's just strings of chocolate <laughs> come on you at 10 though would you not have been all over oh it? yeah oh yeah oh yeah I for sure all over. i would have thought that's the greatest thing you're talking to the guy who still to this day thinks that that uh the the chewing gum that comes in in tobacco pouches is still a great thing so oh the big league chew yes <laughs> i still do the family guy line where i'm like you know what i haven't had in a while big league chew Yes, I remember. I got really sad when they stopped carrying different flavors at my store. I oh. had the original, and I was like, "Where's my grape? And where's my uh, was it strawberry with the other one? It's like yeah. strawberry or cherry was the red one. Those are the two I really liked." And they're like, "Well, we're just going to carry the original now." It's like, "Well, whatever. I'm just going to get these candy cigarettes then." All right, so uh, more celebrities. Yeah, um, how many? How many are there total on this list? There are the one that I'm doing is ten. All right, so I've gotten like four, I think. Yeah, or so. George uh, Foreman, Suzanne Summers, and Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Also three. Okay. Yeah, three. Sorry. Uh, oh, I can't think because for some reason I was thinking Hulk Hogan did one, but I think it's because I'm thinking he said he was going to do one. Yeah, that's throwing me off. He did like commercials for errands or something, didn't he? A rent a center. He did something for sure. A hundred percent. All these wrestlers, I'm sure, have hawked something at some point. Rick Flair, I guarantee he's done one at some time. Oh, Car Shield. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> Car Shield and um Especially I'm in North Carolina, man, and I'm not too far from Charlotte. So and that's like his kingdom. And there was a time where like he was on all these infomercials, it seemed like. Oh man. Um can't believe I'm, I'm blanking on anybody else. I got those pretty easy. I'm trying to remember who else would do the infomercials. I'm gonna need clues now, I guess. Okay. Um same product with Chuck Norris. Same product with Chuck Norris. Oh, oh, he did. Oh, you said you already said her name, and I can't remember it. Married to Billy Joel for a while. Oh man, I, I know, on. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't think of her name. I'm not going to get it. You already said her name earlier too, which is what's even more sad. Christy Bridget Br- something. Christy. Christy Br- <laughs> Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> I should just let <laughs> just let you go. Was, I would have I would have said something. That was gold. <laughs> I would have I was gonna say Bridget Brinkley. I don't know why. That can't be a name of anyone. No, she's not in 
Was she in Bat? No, she wasn't in Batman. I don't think so. I could be wrong though. All right. Okay. A uh, Pepsi commercial, iconic Pepsi commercial, supermodel. Oh, Cindy Crawford. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, ninety-eight degrees singer was married to Jessica Simpson. Oh, Cindy uh, Crawford did mind meaningful beauty. It was like a beauty. okay. Uh, and uh, he was in. Yeah, he was in that boy band, but 98 Degrees was a boy band. Oh, gosh. Because they even had a reality show, just them two, Jessica and him. Yep. Uh, isn't Nick something? Yeah. I can't think of his last name. I figure his first name's Nick. Nick Lachey. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Did Core Secret. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. It's like a DVD series workout. And then it was reported that he earned half a million dollars for his celebrity endorsement. Wow. That's way more than I would have guessed. <laughs> I would have did it too. Well, I don't think they would have came to me for core secrets. Um, <laughs> Victoria doesn't even give me her secrets, let alone those. <laughs> and I've asked. <laughs> I could see you standing outside the door. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> just let me fall to my knees, just screaming at him. Just let me know. <laughs> So I'm not allowed to go to the mall anymore. <laughs> I was like, fine, I'll just go into the Spencer's next door. <laughs> they let me know all the secrets there. Oh, yes, they do. Once you reach the halfway point. <laughs> yes, the farther the farther in the Spencer's you go, the more secrets they, they will spill. It's like a cave. Yes. They get trapped there at some point. A cave of wonders. <laughs> Especially if you're a teenager just discovering things. It's a great place. Uh Let's see. We got. I love that cup. That if you flipped it over, the girl lost her clothes. Oh, I used to have a pen like that. Yes, they made a lot of different things. Uh, this one is he's a singer. Okay. Uh, discovered by Usher on YouTube. Oh, Justin Bieber. There you go. He did proactive. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm actually not happy that I figured that one out <laughs> no offense to the bieber heads out there just music is not for me they had one song that was that i actually thought was okay but other than that and then i'm just gonna say jeopardy oh yeah alex yeah Trebek. he did word smart what is word smart well the fact that we don't know it probably means we're pretty stupid <laughs> i'm just don't know but i guess word smart got into some trouble <laughs> Uh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's always fun when you look in the companies. Uh what was the show? I was was it was it me? It was me, you, and Matt, wasn't it, when we discovered the Chiquita banana thing? Were you on that one or is that me? Was that a different show? I can't remember. I think it was a different one. All right, so if you look into the history, for whatever reason I was making some joke oh. about bananas. And and then I said Chiquita Banana, and then Matt was like, how come we don't even hear about Chiquita Bananas anymore? And we looked into it, and that's because there's a giant legal thing where people actually got killed who were, because the Chiquita Bananas had hired some uh, cartel guys to protect their workers. Or something to that nature, and uh, I'm butchering this big time, so look into it yourselves. But the point is, uh, some people lost their lives, and Chiquita Banana were to blame. I think I was on that episode, now that I think about it. Yeah, I thought you were. Uh, listen, oh, 
Gee, Alyssa Milano. <laughs> I'll never get this one. <laughs> Not very good at this. So worried Bridget, about it's Bridget. <laughs> she was on for Ween Hair Care. I think I kind of remember this. I remember her just because I thought she was really pretty. Uh, TV infomercial trots the benefits of Ween. However, hundreds of women have joined in a class action lawsuit against Dean and Guthrie Ranker claiming the product causes severe damage to their hair. What does what does severe mean? They don't. Do they have like clumps of hair coming out I'm and stuff. Sure. Like, because like that, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Milano celebrity endorsement fee for Ween has not been released. Oh my goodness! Uh, I don't even know what this. I I know the name, but I think I know more of the last name. I don't know. She was on. Oh, she was on the Apprentice or a Celebrity Apprentice. And she was a co-host on Entertainment Tonight. I'm never going to get this one. I have there's those are two worlds I have zero knowledge of. <laughs> I do remember it from Entertainment Tonight. I have a guilty pleasure. Eliza Gibbons. I have no idea. Eliza Gibbons. Uh, she did it for Sheer Cover, another beauty company. And then the last one was George Foreman. I would. Yeah, I did get that one. I don't know why I said I would have got that one. Pamela Anderson did one. Oh, wow. Now that was a lady. I tell you what. Joey Fatone of NSYNC did one. Now we're talking. That was my favorite NSYNC guy if I had to pick can one. You, can you can you think of what he was trying to... This is later. This is after NSYNC. Okay, so... All right. So what do you think he was like, hey, I did this. You should do this too. Uh, I'm going I'm to guess some sort of... Like uh crispy chicken type thing. <laughs> he he did it for Bosley hair restoration. Oh man. Oh, I was way off. She, I wish he'd done it for crispy chicken. That would have been great. Like a way to make chicken crispier. I'd be all over that. Cher was in on it for Lori for I think it's Lori Davis hair pro I remember this infomercial. Cause there's always something like with the hair products. Oh yeah. It's always hair products or workout stuff or a new way a new genius way to cook food in some sort of way those are your those are your main infomercial types i would i would hazard to guess the ones i remember the most anyway are those there's actually a person on here i never actually even heard of oh who is it what's the name pauline oh because she was on a, she she was a judge on america's next top model pauline Por- I have i have no idea yeah, but I knew who Marie Osmond was for Nutrisystem. Oh, yeah, that one I know. Yeah. <laughs> she had a brother, right? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of them. Yeah. They shared her last name. Yeah. But that is but that is the celebrities. So Man, it was a big deal. You can make a lot of good money from doing that stuff. So let's let's put it this since we're below Z list celebrities in this world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What product would you endorse? Would it be <laughs> some sort of chicken crisping thing? Okay. That... <laughs> so you you're going like a grill or anything like that? I think so. Some sort of uh, grill or food related thing would most certainly be something that people would probably look look at me and be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> you're gonna put your name on it. What is your product called? 
Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna have I'm having fun with this one, Johnny. See the Thigh Master's already taken. <laughs> that that would be an awesome name for a chicken. I put that on my uh, that's on my uh, dating profile on the Thigh Master. <laughs> you hear that lady? <laughs> so far nobody's swiped right. <laughs> but one day the Thigh Master will reign supreme. Um uh, that's a great question. What would I call my chicken crispy product? Uh, see, finger looking good. I probably couldn't get away with that. Oh, man. The oh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> would you just call it the chicken crisper? Johnny's chicken crisper? Oh, man. It feels so simple, but I think it kind of works, right? Because it's what it would be. Johnny's Because uh, cr- See, the George Foreman grill, that's why it works. It's his name and it's just what the product is. Would it just be like the Johnny Townsend crisper? Yeah. Like, do you want your chicken crispy? Bam. Do you want your uh, French fries crispy? Bam. And I'd also wanted to make something that like one of the worst things about fast food. Well, besides that, it's not good for you, but you know, whatever. Uh, one of the worst things about fast food is that if it gets cold, like it's one of the foods that's not good reheated, no. right? So I want to be one of those whose name is put on a product in which, hey, uh, you have food that's gotten cold. You got some, let's say you got some of those amazing French fries from McDonald's, but by the time you get them, they're cold. And you're like, oh man, because a hot, fresh McDonald's French fry is one of the world's great pleasures. And I just wish this would, uh, I could go back in time and get a hot McDonald's French fry. Well, have no fear because Johnny is here. With the Johnny Townsend crisper. Just put those french fries in that crisper. And in a mere minute, you got yourself some fresh, amazing, golden McDonald's fries right out of the oven, freshly made for you. And uh, they're going to taste just like you just got them from the fryer at McDonald's. That's a Johnny Townsend guarantee. Damn, you're good. I'm sold. (laughs) What about you, Andrew? I think I would want something like weird. <laughs> I, I like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to be like the food. Oh man, you know like, what? You're talking me into something weird too, because I do have a whole Oh, Andrew, let's okay, let's go. I'm gonna try to sell you to go on this with me together. Okay. All right. So like our show, let's say me the Johnny the well, I'll even like I'll give you top billing. Andrew and Johnny's uh ghost finding paraphernalia. <laughs> I would it is just our face and all kinds of quote unquote ghost funding equipment. See that that would be that would be cool or like like a random book kind of like that where it's like this yeah. book will show you on how to do everything that you need to do for the weird those are probably the best ones where you I hate to say it I even though probably people actually have done it is the money making ones. Yes, yes, yeah. Where it's like, hey, if you do these simple things, like I bought this house with no money down. And yeah, it's always the it. guy in the jacket that has dollars on it, like he's the Riddler with money. <laughs> <laughs> DBI. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can put out a we can put out a book uh, of stuff and then uh you know what would be our best way is? What's that? Our our book would be how not to be successful in podcasting. Yeah. Would guarantee you if you get this book, <laughs> you will never in your life be able to afford the ghost of Mr. Chicken. We promise you. <laughs> I make that solemn vow. It'd be the history of Don Knotts, but there'd be no ghost of Mr. Chicken. Jeff. Yes. Yeah. 
So take that, that for what you will. We promise you. Oh, we could be like the anti-product guys. Like all our yeah. products are just, you know, most people want their products, their infomercials to, for success, but ours will be like, yeah, we these will actually make things worse for you. <laughs> Have you seen? Uh, there was a couple of things where people kind of did stuff like this. Is uh, what is it? The two guys, what was their name? Shop and Chopper or something? I believe I've seen they, a couple of things where it's like they're obviously uh taking an infomercial idea and um kind of making it absurd in a funny way yeah and then but these guys actually like came out with like they did it on purpose like they came out with a workout program (laughs) and they would go and trick these morning shows and go on it oh yes yes i've yes those guys are heroes just i love it when they had the two giant like lollipops and they're like say you got the sugar and you gotta say no to sugar, and they'd be like, "No sugar," and then they smash them against each other. <laughs> well, here's a dirty little secret that a lot of people don't know about your morning news channels: it's that when they have those people on there that are like that, those people have actually paid to be on there. Oh, yeah, you don't know that because you're like I remember when I first saw like some of these people who were talking about a product of theirs or something like. It's like, well, I guess this made the news. Maybe it's kind of catching on. But the truth is, they actually just paid for that time. It's basically an infomercial on your news channel. I just thought of another amazing product I wanted as a kid, but I never did it. Uh, the paint stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd break it down to the paint stick. But I think we've explored the wonderful world of infomercials and the nostalgia we have behind it. I think so, too. I think we have. So remember, everybody out there, I guess I don't even know what to call listeners. Should we call them listeners or funhousers? Oh man, the nostalgies, the nostalgia funhousers. Whatever know. you are, we appreciate you. Come That's up with the sure. name. Come yeah. up with the name. Don't make us do all the work for crying out loud. Johnny is getting attacked by a kitten right now. <laughs> yeah, I sure am. Yeah, <laughs> our uh, my cat had kittens, and they're old enough to kind of climb around now. They're just they're barely a month old. But they love attention, so they've they're starting to make appearances on every podcast I do. There you go. Yeah, but check us out, uh, BICBP Radio Radio Network. Uh, go check out our Patreon, YouTube channel, Facebook page, merch shop. All of that will be in the description below. Please go check that out. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And boy, do we have a deal for you. 